You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 145 of Take a Bow. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and this week we have a very fun episode, actually. I'm very excited for this. No idea how this is going to turn out, uh, but uh, it should be a fun one. Uh, we have a woman who inspires me so much and uh this week of march we are going to be celebrating women as it is women history month and uh i'm very excited to bring on this week's like i'm not even gonna say guest, so i'm gonna say co-host uh it's my sister tezzy tokash hey tezzy how's it going Hey, Mr. Eli Tokash, how oh are you? Oh my gosh, hi. And uh, another one of my favorite women in my life is my dog, Francis, who is also making an appearance uh, on the podcast right now, for those of you who are watching this. Um, very exciting stuff. Uh, I We had, you know, this week has been craziness, okay, first of all, uh, and we'll get into a little bit about it, but uh, we had we have an opening night tomorrow, which is very exciting. So we were prepping for that, and we were also prepping for this interview with a very exciting guest. Sierra Bogus was about to be uh, taken about on the podcast, and, uh, you know, plans fell through. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have Tessie on. So very excited to have Tessie on. Uh, to Sierra Bogus. Listen, no, it's not even that you're, like, second. It's just that you're, like, on the same tier as Sierra I'm, Please don't say that. I have a... <laughs> of her by the way you should use for like that remember that picture i took of her for the show must go on when we were on the carpet oh yeah yeah i was gonna say wait that's so like stalkerish but no that was actually like a real thing that we did um no very excited but that should be that'll come out during this month so i i will be talking to sierra very soon and that's an episode that we can look forward to but um with that being said let's talk some broadway i mean this is kind of what this episode is going to be we're just going to be chatting broadway there's lots going on uh and we're also going to share uh, some stories that uh we haven't quite shared before and just talk about like a little bit about ourselves and our past with you know the theater industry and all the things so very excited let's start out and let's just say quickly congratulations to uh shocked camelot dancing all shows that are, are celebrating today or have already celebrated their first preview performance and life of pi as well um, and uh, a doll's house opening night is tomorrow. As I mentioned, we will be there. Uh, very excited. Uh, Tessie will not be in attendance because she did like sprain her entire leg. Sprain? Tore, tear. I wish it was a sprain. I completely tore my ACL and MCL. <laughs> yeah, so she will not be in attendance, but take a bow will be Therefore, Tessie will be there and uh, she'll be there in spirit. So very exciting stuff. Congratulations to everyone involved on that that um but 
some exciting news for the Tokash household came this week as well. Uh, that Olivia Holt is going to be coming <laughs> to Broadway. Okay. Kicking It was playing 24-7 in the Tokash household. So this we're very excited for this. What are your thoughts here on Olivia Holt becoming the next Roxy Hart in Chicago? I think you need to post that picture of her when you met her and uh, oh, oh what's my her god, during Mary Poppins on tour. With I don't Julia. even know if I have that. I have photo. it. I have it. I screenshotted it on Mom's Facebook today. Stop <laughs> it! Wait, I actually completely forgot that was a thing. Oh my god! As soon as as soon as I saw her and I was making that post on Instagram, I took a screenshot today. Like you can see it at eleven fifty nine this morning oh my god that is iconic yeah and i'm blanking on the freaking i know the red martin is his like show name or whatever um um but i'm super excited i i didn't know she was a singer at all um no she has like her own music and stuff i think i know i uh oh his name's dylan riley snyder oh that's it um the first picture hold on is him against a escape to margaritaville layout oh that's interesting very interesting um no i'm very excited did not know she was a singer i honestly it sucks i haven't heard or followed olivia's since kicking it um I yeah kind of from her disney her. days i know and it kind of sucks but i'm super happy she's back and i'm really excited to see i would love to buy a ticket to chicago chicago's coming back i mean James chicago is coming back chicago's I- some good stuff i'm actually gonna be seeing chicago on monday i don't think you know this yeah i'm very excited i am seeing jinx you didn't even even watch her seasons and i didn't appreciate it no but i'm so excited i i cannot wait to come and report back i'm I'm actually gonna be seeing a couple shows uh in the coming week so i'm very excited because i haven't seen many shows this year i'm seeing a cabaret on sunday um i don't know i'm just going to like a lot of random things but chicago's like the show um the cabaret is actually really exciting it's abby day phillips who's taken by a family member um and it's like Derek klenna and erica henningsen and samantha Pauly, and like all these people are going to be performing so i'm very excited about it you know talking about chicago it was rumored that the next roxy hart was going to be rachel ziegler that's what I was hearing. I on Peter Twitter, but I didn't know if it was true. Is that that's true? I, it it was rumored. I don't know if it's something that's still yet to come because obviously, you, you know, Chicago from friends, like not not even theater in the theater Twitter, like not even fan speculation. I was literally hearing it from people within the industry, um, and I usually don't like say that, but now that like we have the announcement, but it's because they were auditioning younger men for the first time for the roles of the male roles in chicago so what it was it wasn't weird you know with this you know 20 year old this woman who's a younger roxy you know than what they typically do um to have that kind of age gap kind of shrink so we there was a lot of speculation of like oh my god who's gonna be this young girl coming in and with rachel ziegler wanting to be in broadway and everything it was like that it made perfect sense um but you know Hopefully we see Rachel Ziegler on Broadway. I'd love to see her on Broadway. I'm a big Rachel Ziegler. That are gonna. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, like Chicago, they're constantly having all these turnarounds yeah. and everything. That I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know, like this is like a tons it, of women engagements, which is so yeah, smart. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's great. It's it's one of the reasons that the show continues to continue to have success for so long. I wonder why it's only for certain roles, though, because they did that for Jinx's role, which is mom, and now they're only doing it with Roxy Hart. I wonder if they're going to do it with any male roles soon. They have. They've done it for Billy Flynn. They've who done it with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who? Who, was, who was he? And who does... They've had all kind of famous people. I mean, they had Brandon Victor Dixon. They had James Monroe Eagleheart. They had, like... They've had these guys <laughs> filter in for these roles. Um, That's what I'm saying. I these... wonder why it's not doing it at the same time. Like, why it's not... No. Well, they don't, well, first of all, if they had just had like a dream cast at all times, it would be it's yeah. super expensive to run the show. Um, but True. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they don't do it all at the same time. But it's probably because they can just focus on advertising one and yeah. they can get away with it. Um, but, you know, you want those like starring like it. Chicago is a Roxy Velma show. You know, you want those stars to be the like the the people selling the tickets you want them to be on stage as much as they can so i get why they do it with roxy and velma and even mama morton but uh very very interesting nonetheless and uh we'll be interested to see if rachel ziegler maybe does come to broadway in chicago down the line have you seen the movie chicago Mm-mm. oh my god but i saw chicago with carly hughes in it i've never seen velma. oh is she good oh my god was she good come on um yeah she was fantastic and uh, i'm excited because i'm going to be seeing one of my like pippin moms charlotte d'amboise in in this, this monday in the show so um yeah anyways moving on from this topic there is also another we so we love waitress we love a good waitress moment in this household and it was announced that drew gelling is going oh, to be yes. playing the doctor in Little Shop, which yeah. is so exciting if you ask me. Um, we we love him so much. Drew Gelling is my idol, and the fact that he, Maude Apatow, and Matt Doyle are about to be on the same stage, sign me up. Didn't um, he get an extension, Matt? Um, Before I he gets to the next so. project? I think so. But I think it was like an extension, but it wasn't like a full extension because uh-huh. it was like, oh, I'm go- doing a project. Um, but I think we have till September-ish to see Matt. I yeah, can't all- he posted it on his story or something, mm-hmm. um, which is so exciting. And it, it's plenty enough. It's plenty of time to go see him. Um, I freaking loved Matt in company. So I really want to see him as Seymour because I think he would be fantastic. I want to see Drew as the doctor because the last time I saw it, I was crying of laughing, laughing, watching. Also, I need a disclaimer. I did take pain medicines before I came on here, and I'm a, I'm a little drowsy, so if I mumble, like I need to. Oh my god! That now. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, but we saw Christopher. See, like I'm already not Seaver. Chris, um, what's his name? Oh, Chris Fitzgerald. Gee, no. Who played the doctor? No. Drew Gelling. No, the first time we saw him. Chris. Oh my god, he's in Sun Like the Heart right now. Christian Borle? Thank you, Christian Borle. We saw Christian. Oh, Borle. you're talking about the doctor in Little Shop. Yes. Okay. I was like thinking of waitress people. No, and I was like, what? no, 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 no. I I'm, yeah. I'm very curious because Christian Borle left everything out there. Oh my god. The and he's so forgiving. I can see role. Drew being a funny guy. But, like, I'm very interested to see what he brings. 
So I'm definitely excited to get tickets. I'm saying this every week, it seems like, on this podcast (laughs) of like, oh my God, they have this person coming into this show. You know, we see this with like Chicago and stuff like that, but it's very rare for an off-Broadway show to have a this much long extended success mm-hmm. and to continue to attract these big names. I mean, Mod Apatow to be in a broad like an off-Broadway show, it's so random, but it's it's wonderful that it they're they're able to do it. It's so it not even like the cast of the names, it's little shop. Like it's so yeah, iconic. it's iconic. I yeah. mean I, I mean, you saw me when I was seven years old. I would literally, as a seven-year-old, dress as a Venus flytrap on yeah. stage. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Macro solo. We watched Little Shop in the car when those DVDs came down. We oh, yeah. The blockbuster to rent it. Like, we watched that so many times. Like, that's just, like, a musical theater, iconic, everything. For sure. And it's, like, as a, as a performer, for yeah. both male men and female, it's, like, oh. I want to sing Suddenly Seymour yeah. on stage so bad. You know, like it's just, an, it's for some reason just so iconic. Yeah. It's like a theater staple. So it's great to see that uh, Drew Gelling and, and this production continues to have great success. And uh, Drew Gelling is going to be in uh, as the doctor very soon. I'm very excited yeah. for it. And that's a show that like there's no small roles either. Cause like there's obviously like, you know, you're main and you're supporting. Well, it's interesting because there are small roles, but But this production made it no small roles. Yes, exactly. Like that's what like the three skid row badass women, like I was little, I would jam out to those songs. I love those three on Broadway right now. They kill it. But honestly, like all of like, if you think about it, I I'm, I'm saying this in like all of Christian Borrell's role, but it's, it's not like his roles. Um, all of those roles are just really like tiny characters that are like part of the story, but they make in this, it just evens it out, you know? And it's, it's really cool. I mean, this production, I've said it a million times. It's one of the best productions of of a show that like I've ever seen. It's like, not like fully like reimagined, but like it is, and it's never done. It's never been done this way. No, especially like Christian Borrell, like even, um, I forget who we saw. We saw an understudy, play um oh these names <laughs> what are the what is her name oh audrey, audrey. yeah uh, and she she freaking killed it. yeah she was absolutely incredible but it was cool because even the in quotes main characters were playing multiple characters like christian borrow was like a homeless guy and that's what i'm saying yeah like and, and he turned was, doctor and then he yeah. turned all these things you know like it's great it was awesome yeah it was very memorable that's a show i still think about when we saw it like last year yeah, for sure. And yeah. we like wanted, we thought we had tickets for Jeremy Jordan, and it was Jeremy not. Jordan in Lena Hall. We wanted to go to Lena Hall so bad. I know, but remember, like, mom bought us Christmas presents. Yeah. And we're like, you're going to go see Jeremy Jordan, and it wasn't Jeremy <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> he left the show. Um, we were so okay. excited. So we were just like, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, little Shop kind of said. Her face was so priceless. You're going to go see Jeremy Jordan. And we we're like, Ooh, we were like, who's gonna tell her? <laughs> of course, I had to be the one to be like, actually, Always. yeah, golden favorite child. She Get out of here, am not. I'm the oldest. I can't do that anymore. I just gotta. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. He's totally in it. You're totally right. Oh my god, that was so good. Um, 
but yeah, no, a blast nonetheless. And uh, I'd go see that show with anyone. It's they they're killing it over there. Um, uh, that's all the news. I mean, that's all the what I had on my list. I know you have a list, so let's get to some topics we, that you have. But there's also some things that I want to ask you about that we can get into a little later. Yeah. Well, okay. So first things first, you mentioned like a take a bow member. Uh, speaking of Patrick yeah. Page in the new Schmigadoon season two. Yes. The trailer looks great. Chicago. He actually, he dropped that on the podcast before like it was even announced. But the thing was, is like, like by the, when we recorded, it was like not a thing. And I think like when we dropped the episode was the day that we announced it. So we couldn't be like, oh, a Take a Bell exclusive, you know, it, I was like, oh man, that was crazy. I love that man. I, yeah, I first of all love him because I mean we worked with him. He yeah, was, I'll never forget that. Like okay, was- time, time, time. Because this is one of the things that I wanted to bring up. Oh, okay. Now you will never forget working with him for a very specific reason. Are you willing to share that on today's episode? Are you talking about the story of when I ran into him the last time, or like when you like walked in on him? When I walked in on him. And he wasn't oh, like, yeah, <laughs> give it to me, please. And this is literally like the like definition of being a kid in the industry of like what you're exposed okay. to. Okay. First of all, I just want to say I love Patrick Page with my whole heart. We have <laughs> a lot of things in common. One being that we both wear hearing aids. And I think that's the coolest yeah. thing with Patrick Page. He loves dogs. Oh my god, I love that he brings his dog backstage with him still. Okay, so the story is we were in Oliver and I there was this girl named Tessa who was like the stage mom for me in Oliver. She would like pick me up like during one of the numbers and everything. And I thought it was her room. So I could go say hi to her and do like the pre-show thing that like we did. We did like a like a fun handshake or whatever. And I accidentally walked in on Patrick Page and he was getting changed. And I didn't even close the door and I ran. Scarred. And I don't know. I mean, listen, the backstage of the PCLO is, it's it's a lot. It's big. There's a lot of rooms. Especially the Benedum. Especially the Benedum. Like, Biome's much smaller. The thing is, is like his was, there's an elevator. You come out of the elevator and he's straight down. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mean to go straight down. I meant to go to the hallway that went this way and do a like a left and then go down that hallway. But I, I had an adrenaline. It was. I think it was opening night. I forget which night it was. I saw Patrick Page get changed. And- uh, here's the thing, and I like you were nervous about sharing this. I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, the thing is, is like that's like that's backstage life. Like the first time I ever. That's your like, induction. No, like you're not a theater kid until you've seen someone else naked. Like, I didn't I, see naked. <laughs> I I know, I know, but like, let's be real. Like, that's what we see backstage. Like, it, it's like it, it's literally for those of you who have ever played sports before. Like, your dressing room in the backstage area—that's a freaking locker room. Like, it it is. But it's cleaner. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's cleaner for sure. 
but like honest to god because like in finding neverland it was it was clean honestly and it, crazy because like that was the oldest i ever was in like a broadway show and so like for them to like be so i guess it was because we did have an like we got it as young as like eight years old so they had to be a little bit more like um filtered but like pippin forget it you know i mean like these cast members were coming from all over the world you know like in russia we had uh we would call her the the russian queen or whatever we call her uh and we had like these french uh circus performers and all these things like forget it they walked around naked like that that just was like i'm getting my bald cat fit and it's me and ariana debose and she's just like in her bra and like her like leggings and it's like then nico or masha or whatever comes in with literally like no clothes on so it's just like <laughs> and like in mary poppins like that was the first time i ever saw like someone that wasn't my family or like or myself like naked you know, and, and like, never forget that, like in the little like, in like the trunks or the, the changing areas that they like would designate. And, and there's nothing you could do about it. It's just kind of like, look, like focus on your next entrance, you know, type of thing. It's just like, that's just how it is. Because you yeah. got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and I'm sure people who are listening who have done dance competitions. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's literally the same thing. Like you're doing quick changes. You got pantyhose on and maybe a sports bra or like a tan bra. Some sometimes people just like to free the nip, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exactly like that. And yeah, it's totally true. I agree with you. Like you're inducted into, you know, strong theater kid. There's only up from here. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're you're not a theater kid until like you've changed in front of someone that you wouldn't usually. Yeah, like even a theater kid. Like I'm sure this is happening at summer camps and stuff. Like we had to do it at the we had to do it at the CLO. Like we they, we had a guys in a girls dressing room. Like we simply had to take our clothes off. You know, but we had to change. For Oliver, we did not. For Oliver, it was everybody. We did have it all. Yeah, we did. Kids, it wasn't like that. Like, but it was different so sides, and we were like, you can't cross. But for the Fagan kids, it wasn't. For the Fagan kids, we all had our quick change on one side. You remember that? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was I too young me, to remember that. Me and Michael. Me and Michael. Um, I don't know if you remember Michael, the brown-haired guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would help me get into the blue jacket that I wore, and I would help him get into the red one that he wore. See, there you go. I remember that. And Logan Rowland. He was on our side, too. This is happening all over. Like, seriously. Like, you're not a theater kid unless you, like, have changed in front of someone. Yeah. Opposite sex is a different story, but you've definitely changed in front of someone. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, that that, – Listen, this this freaking – episode is about to be fully unfiltered um just theater kids the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take a bow 2.0. Yeah. Take a bow after dark. Literally. Yeah. Literally after dark. Um, yes. But disclaimer, just in case, I guess Patrick wasn't naked. But like pretty close, so it's fine. Uh, anyways, moving on. What you continue telling your story because uh, I I interrupted and you were talking that about was the story. Page. I wanted to go see Tessa. No, no, no. You were talking about Patrick Page being in Chicago, oh. so the season two Schmigadoon. But I I interrupted because I was oh, like, oh my god, this is a perfect yeah. segue. Well, even I could talk about Patrick Dale, Patrick Page all day long because yeah. I, I ran into him on the street. I saw, I mean, we saw Hades Town and I, you know, met him at the stage door after and I met his dog and he actually like, it was really cool because I took a picture with him and I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I'm like 24 now. Now I'm, oh, oh wow. And wow. I'm sure and, he doesn't remember the kid that just like walked in on him. You know, he wasn't scarred by that either. First of all, 100%, because I'm sure it happens. <laughs> this man has been in the theater industry for over, what, 20 something years. Um, but he was, I was like, I was one of your Fagan members. And he was like, oh my gosh, yeah, Fagan gang. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, the Pittsburgh CLO. And he was like, Benedum Center. And I was like, yeah. And I thought that was a cool encounter too. Oh, like, no, yeah. So he's the king. Anyways, Chicago, very exciting. Ariana DeBose about to be the MC. I'm so excited for that. Oh Did you gosh, see that? So she looked fantastic. Chef's kiss. I want nothing more than for Ariana she's DeBose. Hosting something else in. now. She just hosted. She just got done hosting. I know. In I, the lab. Did you hear it. about that? I I I heard of it because yeah. she posted about it, but I don't know much about it now. I hate when people just get so on people like who cares um i i kind of something different and it was totally like an ode to like the, how the tony awards were because it was like wait 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 wait! you're talking about oh my god wait i didn't realize this is what we were talking about right now the, her iconic uh angela bassett did the thing yes. <laughs> yes oh my god wait okay so yes then i did see that of course i saw that see it's literally been all over the theater i totally didn't i thought you said in the rap i have no idea what you said that's what i'm saying i'm sorry i'm mumbling and ugh. yeah you gotta do this earlier next time well yeah if we knew earlier but uh it's okay anyways no that was honestly like iconic and she's handled it like a full out pro like she's been like encouraging the like press and like the whatever that she's getting the the imitations because i truly when people like when it came out and people were like look at the audience how like they're not into it first of all okay well they're not that crowd because did you see the tony performance i think that's what it was an ode to like the rap style like i loved it i still listen to round of applause almost daily oh my god I, I, just had the- oh, I okay i also Fire. 
I just have to self brag for a second. I did work that Tony event last year. Yeah, you did. And oh my God, I cried like 10 times watching her. I'm just upset that Tessie made it to the Tonys before I did. Oh, so freaking fun. I also met Jenny Anderson Photo, who's my favorite photographer. Um, Okay. That's what I think the ode was to. Um, yeah, that's fair. I think it was a little slow, yes, but also I kind of enjoyed the lyrics. And I don't know I did why. too. I don't know why. I thought it connected amazingly. I just think they just got bad shots of people. That's just yeah. so easy to do. Listen, celebrate those women. Are you kidding me? Celebrate them. All of them. They all deserve the praise. And I, I thought that... Uh-huh? No, also because at the Tonys, like... If you the cameramen have to find the right people because there were people at the Tonys who looked bored, like that. Uh, were, that's so like awkward. it's, but that's the thing though. Like it's not for everybody. You're not gonna please everybody. Yeah, but come on, when you're like, like literally being sung to, or like you're they're shouting out your name, like you probably know you're on camera. I mean, there's a cameraman like right in front of you. I'm yeah. Sure. And Ariana DeBose can sing whatever she wants to me, and I will be like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's not like she wrote it. It's not like she wrote it. You know, she was given the material and she made like literally gold out of the material that she was given because it's like turned into a full trend. So, and you're totally right, though. It does, it totally, she's handling it so well. Oh, she's a freaking pro. Yeah. So, Shemigadoon looks awesome. Christian Chenoweth and Alan Cumming. Did you see those two? Yeah, of course. They look like the Sweeney Todd's. Oh. I don't know what's going on there because that's not in Chicago. Well, neither is Cabaret, where Ariana's playing the MC. Oh crap! Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I have never seen Cabaret, so. Yeah, that that takes place in all, not even the United States. So. And I love Titus Burgess. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, I mean the cast is ridiculous. It always is, and the bigger that this whole like Schmega Dune series i guess becomes is the more people yeah. that they're just going to continue to bring on i mean the, you got the schmigadoon and then you have the uh what's the other one that's very broadway heavy uh with the gilded age the gilded age is very, oh the gilded uh, age yeah i haven't broadway watched that heavy. um my friend of work just actually recommended that to me for when i'm alone this weekend both apple tv plus shows so yeah. uh i love the uh, the support from apple tv plus for the broadway community um Speaking of, because Aaron Tibet's in the show, we take a bow yeah. to have our first giveaway, ticket giveaway. Yes. Which is you all fun. better be following the Instagram if you're not. <laughs> because that was wild. It wasn't even up for 24 hours, and we had, like, over, like, 30-something entries. Yeah. And it was really cool. We were like, wow. I, it I, was I, literally I, up for, like, 12 hours, if that. Not even. Yeah, we posted it. Um. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we posted it at 9 o'clock last night. We were going to close, close it at midnight, and Eli was like, let's do it at noon. And, yeah, in that time, I was shocked. I thought we were going to get, like, maybe 12, something like that. But a lot of people were interested and wanted hey. to see Aaron Tivet and um, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, Aaron Tivet and Ashley Loren yeah. and Jessica Lee Golden, who's a friend of the pod but hasn't been on quite yet. But um, there's – Coming next month on there. JoJo and Derek are coming back uh, April 11th. Um, but yeah, no, it, 
I'm very excited about this giveaway. I think we could do a lot more of these, not just tickets, but also just Broadway memorabilia in general. Uh, I have a ton of stuff just sitting around, so I uh, would be happy to give more away. It seemed like a lot of people enjoyed that. Congratulations to our winner, Savon Brown. Uh, very exciting stuff. I'm glad it worked out. And and shout out to you because that was all your idea. That was fully your idea to, to do a ticket giveaway and a giveaway in general. Um, but I'm, I'm glad. Thanks for everyone for participating. And, and, you know, you had to like to enter, it was like, follow, take a bow and repost on your story, like give us a shout out kind of thing. So uh, shout out to everyone that was willing to, you know, spread the word about the pod and uh, our account and everything like that in order to get a ticket uh, or in order to, I guess, enter this ticket raffle. Um, Thank you guys. And there, there's gonna definitely since we know kind of now, First yeah, of all, people are interested. Four hours, like yeah, we know what to do now. So this is we'll plan it better next time. Yeah, there's definitely more. Just like how we're gonna plan this episode better if if I you know were to come back and hope oh yeah, it's sure. crazy. Um, but speaking of Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd yeah. also had their first look today, which is March eighth. So yesterday. Uh, full disclosure: I refuse to look at any first look. Oh, you're that kind of person. I am that kind of person. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I've literally blocked all of like Sweeney Todd stuff. Oh my my God. No, listen, I don't want it. I don't want anything given away. What are you seeing? I don't know, but I've never seen a production of Sweeney Todd. I obviously know the story and everything about it, but I don't want a darn thing given away to me during Sweeney Todd. I don't. I don't. I just want to go yeah, and I want to live it all. Version. I of course I see that. I'm saying on Broadway. I, I've never seen a stage adaptation with these beautiful songs <laughs> and everything. I know, but I don't want to ruin it for me. And Carolee Carmelo, who you know, you all know, is a wonderful friend of the pod. Um, she did like her production in like a bakery here in New York. So, like, I've gotten, like, tons of sneak peeks uh, of that from, like, photos that she showed us and everything. But I don't want anything given away for this production because I, I, I've just heard nothing but good things about it. And I refuse to, to ruin it for me and to, you know, get expectations or, um, you know, d- do whatever. I just want to be surprised and experience it all at once. For the oh, and then did you see Shucked? What they're doing with their uh, preview, what they gave away? The pins I got chucked. Yeah, I got chucked. Yeah, they were cute, right? They're so cute. I it's love. It's a great that. idea. It's a great idea, and I am really gonna love the lingo for the next couple of months on Broadway. Like, I'm gonna get chucked tonight. Like, we're gonna get chucked up. Like, I'm gonna like that lingo. I think that's gonna be. Oh fun. my god! You have that. You have like the bad Cinderella, like tease that they do i'm not i'm not cinderella i'm your bad cinderella that promo is the best thing in the world um so there's all kind of spoofs going on right now on broadway it's great yeah for sure and um just a reminder that (laughs) sunday during the oscars will be the first um the world premiere trailer of The Little Mermaid. So just a friendly reminder. Oh, reminder. Look at her. She's playing in with the lingo. Um, reminder. I didn't even know that that was, uh, that was the world premiere trailer. That's um, exciting. 
Yeah, but there was a lot of, I don't know if you saw this, but people were angry because it was supposed to premiere during the Super Bowl. And then that apparently a fan or something, somebody reached out to Haley on Instagram, Bailey, and was like, is this happening? And she was like, sorry, I don't know where you got this information. Like, it was going around theater Twitter, like somebody screenshotted it. And it was like going around being like, no, we're not like the premiere or the trailer is not coming out during the Super Bowl. It'll be coming out, but I can't tell you when. So it confirmed this weekend that the first trailer will be out um, during the Oscars, which makes more sense. Yeah, makes total sense. Like, for sure you want to talk about a live movie that i'm excited for yeah I mean? no. that's gonna be uh, sick i i love anything davy Diggs is in so like come in i'm so excited and i love melissa mccarthy i've never seen her play a villain so i'm super excited for that oh yeah um Haley bailey looks beautiful yeah, but come on, David Diggs, Lin Manuel Miranda, Jacob Tremblay. I mean, all of these, all of your favorite stars are in this show. Are you kidding me? Or in this movie, I guess you should say. Um, I think it'll be great. Yeah, for sure. Um, Aquafina is going to be in it. I actually have a question for you. Since you're the one always interviewing people, what is your comfort Broadway soundtrack? Oh. Or album, not soundtrack. For Broadway album? Um, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate. Honestly, like, I low-key do go back to Neverland sometimes. And I listen to those a lot. More than I would do, like, for Pippin. Or Mary Poppins or any of the others, for that matter. But, um, you know, there's a part of me that... I, first of all, I love Waitress. So I, I love the Waitress cast album, of course. Um, part of me is like, I know it's like very new age theater fan, whatever. But for this nostalgia factor, like when I grew, when I was growing up, and even when I was on Broadway, I mean, all I did was sang Hamilton. So that was like, that, that's huge for me that I still like continue. Like, I feel like, like when I want to go back and just like get excited or hyper or feel like I don't know I feel like that is a a really good one you know that that Hamilton Dear Evan Hansen like year was like shaped my theater kid fandom you know like it really did so but yeah it was great and so I I mean it wasn't even that they like come from away I mean because Dear Evan Hansen and and uh Hamilton weren't in the same season, but like that, like two year span was just fantastic for new musicals. You said to away. Did you see they're coming with a reunion? No. Yes. At the, what? Yes. What are they doing? Um, hold on. Let me share go. it with us. Hold on. What was that? I was watching Amanda Seyfried earlier on Vanity Fair. <laughs> I love that for you. Okay, this came out on Playbill March 6, 2023. Um, the musical will return to where it all started with runs in Newfound- Newfoundland. Newfoundland. But the title has come from away. Original Broadway cast members reunite for a homecoming production in Gander. Oh, my um, God. 
we wait, were... is this like a one night thing? What it what yeah, is this? Tell me more. So I'm reading now. Original Broadway cast members, okay, have joined the company for a director. Okay, running July 7th through September 3rd at the Joseph R. Smallwood Arts and Culture Center in Gander, Newfoundland. Oh, <gasps> wait, what? You just connected the dots on that. <laughs> wait, so they're going to? Yes, oh, wow. Yes, I oh, got wow. that from the, st- the start of you introducing this, and I didn't even know about it. That's fantastic. Did not know that. I don't know why I didn't know that. Um, but that sounds amazing, and that sounds so cool. And it would be cool to see, like, because uh, I know, you know, all of those people in Come From Away were, like, based on, like, real people. And I know that, like, the pilot, the first female pilot, Jen Colella's role, I can't think of her name right now, she was like a real person. She was heavily involved in the Broadway production. So I'd love to see like, you know, like if those people are still alive and, and like somehow like kind of got involved in that production in some way with the original Broadway cast, I think that'd be sick. So are we going to Gander and <laughs> we're going to do a take about lie? I can't with you. I can't. Um, <laughs> not quite. I would love to, to be completely honest. I totally would. But uh we're, we're not there yet. We the, <laughs> the money? No. Where do I pay you No, I'm kidding. LOL. So then... Well, wait, wait, wait. I'm curious. You asked me a question. I want to hear your response. What's your... Oh, company? waitress for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waitress I mean, for it, sure. Okay. Um, Funny story. The first year that Spotify Rap did their thing, my number one played song was the Contraction Ballet. I'm sorry. Of all the songs on the album, I think it was a stressful year. I think I just needed to breathe. It's my first year back in college in mm-hmm. New York, and it was stressful. So that honestly, like, I know it's like breathing and everything. It could be like meditation for you. That does sound like someone that just needs therapy. Well. <laughs> You know? so, so I'm glad that you 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 uh, figured that one out. There. <laughs> oh my god! Of all the freaking songs in that album, I mean, go off. Oh, I know. I don't know why. Honestly, like, what theater kid doesn't need therapy? So just, well, there's the, that too. That song, the breathing, like, oh, it just made me feel so good. I think I remember walking, like, we would walk dogs with our dad in like the building. We, my dad was a dog walker, and we would help out. Literally, I would put my headphones in. And it was, like, the best, like, it made me feel so calm. And I would just have that on repeat, like, walking up and down the streets of New York, like, meditating, breathing. Like, it was nice. And I think, you know, I definitely needed therapy. But, like, I think it was Real. just nice. That's okay. I mean, God, I kind of love that for you. I love that journey. Great song. You, you got a soft It goes from a soft place to land to freaking – a bad idea i mean every that the whole soundtrack is just it has every single emotion just that teensy bits of angst in there like you can i am it. waiting for the day that sarah Brellis writes a new musical because she it, first of all i mean pressure's on I you know. know if i was her i would probably be like a one and done with how amazing she of a job she did with waitress but like as a fan yeah. I just want more. I I need more. Yeah. She's so fantastic. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's very rare for like 
a pop singer, like a pop, you know, whatever, like to come in and have that much success in a musical theater industry and be so like beloved and respected now in the industries that now she's like starring and into the woods and all these things. Like she's so heavily involved in the theater industry now. And it's, it's really from that. And, you know, fun story about like that whole process was finding Neverland actually Pippin was going on at the time where Diane Paulus and Sarah were like just starting to collaborate on waitress. So Sarah Bareilles, I, she, she, they would always say that she was like at Pippin and she wanted to see like Diane's work and everything, but I never met her. And then finding Neverland was when she really started to come around and she was a big, part of the backstage life and finding everland for quite some time and was like was like a live-in diane without like actually like being the director and like giving us notes but like she was so heavily involved in neverland for like a good two month period with you know because waitress was just about to begin and her and diane were just forming this relationship of this collaboration and everything it was really really cool and then to like be a part of that to like watch their relationship grow and then to what it became on Broadway and waitress. Uh, it was, it was awesome, honestly. And I think like, I appreciated the show waitress more because of that. Because you like kind of saw that little behind the scenes. Glimpse. Yeah. Like I kind of saw it like grow. Like I saw her grow and I saw like how she, like her thoughts on, you know, things with Neverland she would talk to us about and like, I could kind of like go to waitress and be like, Oh, I could totally see how she's crafted this into like her own, you know? And now that's with me seeing her. I, I actually never saw Jesse Mueller. Uh, and I don't, I think I saw Betsy Wolf. I never saw Shauna Bean. So like the majority of the time I saw waitress like a million times, but I maybe went one time without Sarah Brellis. So I only know waitress with Sarah Brellis kind of. I didn't know that. I didn't know any of that. I think that's really cool. I hey, fun am facts. really jealous that you saw Sarah Bareilles. I'm very happy. I saw I saw um, Shoshona Bean. Shoshona Bean, and she was incredible. Um, my dream, who I wanted to see, was Sarah Bareilles, and who was with who was the doctor? Jason Mraz. Yes, Jason Mraz. I will never unbelievable. Unbelievable. I look. I I will never forget looking at. I looked at so many trash cans with their faces on them. Like I'm gonna see you on Broadway. I'm gonna see you on Broadway, and I never did. Listen, I'm usually not like for the stunt casting whole like motto or whatever. That was freaking Jason Mraz and Sarah Bareilles. First of all, their connection was unbelievable. I mean, there was something there. There really was, and we got to watch that every night, and it was unbelievable. Number one, number two, would put it up there with like the Leah Michelle funny girl performance because like it was up there on the shows of like unforgettable theater experiences that I've like seen as an audience member was Jason Mraz and Sarah Bareilles in Waitress. I'm salty because you mentioned funny girl. Ramin Karam Lou really teased us. Okay. Can we talk about that? Um, uh, Oh, you're talking phantom. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about Phantom. I'm going to take it a step further after we talk about Phantom. Um, Phantom. Did you see those two points that he was doing? You do know that he is playing Phantom. 
yeah, I know he's playing Phantom. No, he's not a, a he's not close. Not yet. on Broadway. So I thought, yeah, I know. He's- so what's the tease? He's still playing him. I I would have. He's still coming back to the role. Come on. Where is he performing? He's not performing it on Broadway. Overseas, I think uh, in London. Well, do you want to go to London? I would love to go to London. I've actually always wanted to go see a show in the West End. I actually. Oh wait, something else. Oh, Strange Loop is going to West West End. Uh, yes, Strange Loop. Oh my God, another news. Well, yeah, there's okay. just been so much happening that I'm so glad that we get to have this like you know brain vomit. I guess I don't yeah, know. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot to unpack. I'm going to take it a step further with Ramin Karim Loose since we're on the topic of him. A big, big story in the in the Broadway news late this this week, really. Um, he Playbill did an article on him uh, talking about the Broadway body. Oh, they yeah. called it. They called it that, or the Broadway physique. Yeah. Whoa! First of all, whoa! And you know now. I don't know, because this is a difficult topic. A, a different, uh, uh, There's a lot to unpack here, so I'm not going to like fully go into it. Here's what I'll say. I thought that he handled what he could well. I thought he did beautiful. His post about it... It could have been better. It could have been better, because there were moments that I was like, um, that's a little hypocritical, but I'm a, I'm a Ramin fan. And I, I understand what Playbill was doing with this. I think that it was a big miss. I think that it yeah. could have done much better. Um, you know, there there is this stereotype on Broadway in no in the Everywhere. entertainment industry yeah. period. You know, in magazines, in TV shows, in movies, in, on Broadway, all the things. Yeah. The fact that he takes his, like, literally has his shirt off for maybe, like, three full scenes in Funny Girl, and his understudy doesn't do it once when they go on. Well, how about... Bonkers. Bonkers, Tessie. How is that allowed? Wait, did you catch? Because this was interesting to me. A fan on theater Twitter sent three photos out and was like, does anybody see the problem here? And if you look at it, there are three, one with Beanie Felstein and the end coming out with Bowles with the, did you see that? With the cover Oh, up, I saw it. That was a big, big issue. And then the understudy coming out with like less clothing because she's, you know. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChompaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I, mean, I don't want to like. No, it's she play, no, like the Broadway. She has the stereotypical like yeah. entertainment industry look, and yeah. it's it's ridiculous. I think it's absolutely absurd. I think it's very interesting because I really enjoy watching. Especially, we went to go see Neil Diamond a couple months ago, and it's very yes. interesting how that cast is very diverse. Crushed and the casting. seriously there's this girl who and no offense to her i couldn't take my eyes off of her because of how beautiful she did but in broadway speaking of the article like non-broadway body or whatever i she was a firecracker i could not take my eyes off of her i thought she was the like most badass girl on that stage she was owning it she had her own solo and i was like like wow like wow like a girl who like, you know, didn't have a Broadway body. Like I couldn't take my eyes off of her. I thought she was absolutely incredible. And it's just like really sad to think like, that's what people are like characterizing Ramin with. And like these people with, you know, we're talking bodies. about like, uh, Mimi Scarjula, by the way, um, is yeah. her name. the, the, oh the fantastic ensemble member who really shines in, in a beautiful noise. And they do, they do like, first of all, the diversity in a beautiful noise is beautiful. So the body, di- the the physical diversity, is also beautiful. You have all shapes and sizes, all sorts of representation in the show. I am obsessed with it. Um, and Mimi is one of the featured ensemble members, and they yeah. really give her like some moments that she just you you literally they put her front and center, and you just can't take your eyes off her. Even I- when she goes towards the back, it's just like I am following you. I literally had so much makeup on my mask inside because I was smiling. Yeah. So she would come on, like, yeah. see, like my cheeks or whatever, like in my mask. And I would just get so excited when she came on stage. Like the one where she has her solo and she does that blonde. Like I had chill. Like I honestly thought she was like a firecracker. Like she totally is. Yeah, she's so fierce. It's unbelievable. Um, with it, I was like, I'm. And the fact, so that's what I'm saying. Like. Playbill, it was great to touch on this whole stereotypical Broadway body. And the way what Ramin said and everything in the sense that, you know, my abs don't give me happiness type of thing. Like it's it's more of like an anxiety thing that like I have to keep them going is is kind of like how I interpreted it. Um he I mean he obviously didn't say that, but he did say like it does that's not what brings him happiness. Like his body is not what it is. But there are those fans and unfortunately those people that do come for Ramin and because he's so sexy and he's so hot and all the things and that's totally okay it's totally okay to have a crush on someone like I have a crush on on him like for god's sakes um he's a very attractive man so um with that being said uh, what yeah that's the thing like people have crushes on everybody you know it's not just Ramin it's just he may be talked about a little bit more because of like the stereotype of a Hollywood industry, Broadway type of body. And it's that lean 
muscular uh, body. And and I think that it's something that needs to be broken. I mean, truly, because some of the most talented people, I mean, you have Mimi, you have Josh Lehman, you have Katie Garrity, you have all of these fantastic performers that are so much more than their body, you know, and so much more than their looks. Like, they're up there to tell a story. And let me tell you something, they're telling a story that may be better than anyone else on that stage. Prom. I mean, Kaylin Kanunen. That's like, what I'm saying. She talked yep. about She had such a beautiful story to tell. And my God, she every time I saw that show, I cried like a baby. I'm I'm over this whole like skinny whatever thing. Like I am over it. It's not a thing. Everyone erased it from their vocab. And because here's the thing. They had the balls to do it. They had the balls to talk about this where people aren't talking about it. You know, like that's the biggest issue. And the only issue that I have with Playbill is that they talked about it with someone like Ramin, who is the poster boy child of like a Hollywood type of body that needs to be erased. They needed to talk about it with someone else. Agreed to disagree. I agree with the fact that they blatantly put it out there like let's talk about body issues yes however i feel like people this has been a conversation for a while especially in the costuming there's no doubt it's been a conversation amongst fans and amongst people in the industry but never of like a news outlet you think it's been no yeah like there's not been a major news outlet like playbill stepping up to talk about Broadway or body diversity or like broad body, you know, positivity. Yeah. On the nor- new, on the new source. Yeah. I'll agree with. There's no doubt the conversation's been, been had and, and continues to happen. Yeah. It's just publicly like that in, in with a star, with a star name, you know, talking about it with a news publication. I mean, that's just, that's never happened before. So, you know, what else hasn't happened is like, I haven't seen somebody who does have the Broadway body talk about that either. Like with, that's what I'm saying. Usually usually it's a positive conversation. And the fact that he was offended by that does say a lot. That's why I thought he handled it like so nicely because he could have absolutely taken that as a compliment and been like, Oh, thank you. I I agree with you a hundred percent. But, like, the fact that he was just like, excuse you, hello, like... I think that, you know, someone needs to to step in here and do a, a... I hate to say, like, a real story about this, but another story about this from from all everyone literally i think there's there needs to be like a round table discussion on this matter and it's not just uh, of all types like you know it's not just yeah it's not just the stereotype whatever but yeah shout out to to mimi who who absolutely crushes it and beautiful noise and and, everybody and all the yeah that's the standard of broadway beauty or broadway body standards like and that's another thing like that's a real thing with a lot of people and it's even like it's just it's not it's um it's not even like it happens with every performer every performer has some sort of bodily like anxiety you know like uh, around it your bodies are your bodies and, and like they're beautiful it's your like i don't know I, know, but it's I don't know. Easier said than done. I mean, you know. I agree. And as a performer, I'm 
I am like, oh, I feel like I should be a little bit more fit or I feel like I should like I have anxiety about it, too. You know, it's like now I'm becoming I'm auditioning for these like high school or college jocks. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm a scrawny dude. Like, I I don't think that I I look, uh, you know, buff enough to be a jock. And it's like it's it happens with everyone. It's like it's just this industry. Did you have anything else on your list that you yeah, really wanted to talk about? Extended sends until uh, September 10th. I want to see it very badly. Rosé. What extends? What extends? Titanic. Oh, Titanic, of course. Uh, extended till September 10th. So now I have more time to catch Rosé season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race in it. And I'm very excited. Period. I want to see it so bad. We love that. Okay, on to a later note. Tezzy, is there any like... I don't know, fun story or anything silly that we can just like close out on and, and a fun a fun story about, you know, our time in the industry or whatever. Every time Eli mentions fun and brilliant, it makes me crack up because our we have a big family. Our family is Italian and Polish, so it is just a huge family. And so oh and Serbian. And so <laughs> whenever we had family in, which was a lot and over five people would be in we would go and rush tickets and every time my grandma my Mimi oh, would come in, Eli would uh, like come stand in line with us and rush tickets and I don't know you guys have grandmas you know how proud they are <laughs> she would just spike a conversation or she would just like you know make a conversation happen and all of a sudden you just hear this is my grandson he's in the show and they're like oh wow we're meeting us probably start and it was oh it would be the funniest thing or like when she's in intermission and she's like like just randomly like we would be in the bathroom line and she'd just be like so what do you think of the show and this random lady would just be like oh it's so nice i really like uh matthew morrison from glee and then she would just be like my grandson's <laughs> i can't if i was there i would have ran away but you know what it's hilarious because like after the show you know like i'd always come to see you guys and you just made you guys made friends with someone every freaking show because there was someone when i when you guys came to the show i knew that afterwards i was gonna need to like say hi to someone because you you would literally like we'd have the whole like stages door and everything but like you get through that and it's like you're in a separate like little I don't know you guys are standing off to the side so then you're in like your own little group and in that little group is always some like random family or random person I'm just like what is happening um, friends by saying my grandson's in the show I would make friends by being like oh my god you like Heathers too like yeah cool literally hot. <laughs> like yeah yeah no, it's it's hilarious. And honestly, not at all like rare for like someone in the show to like go out and sit at rush tickets for their own show, like for their family or friends. Totally normal. There a lot of us did that in Pippin. It was my favorite thing to do in Neverland to go to bed at 2 a.m. to wake up at 7 a.m. to get tickets to the show. Um it was definitely a highlight of the week, but um and then do two shows or something. But I yeah, I finally met Matthew at some like it hot. I was so excited. no way that was your first time meeting Matthew in uh 
sense of me giving him a hug and shaking his hand, yes. I we What? Yes. I interacted with him once during Finding Neverland, and it was just, like, all of us being like, hi, this is this person, hi, this is this person, hi, this is this person. And it got to me, and I was just like, standing there and no one introduced right. me like, oh, That's yeah. fair. i was like there's a lot of people it's totally fine um but we exchanged eye contact it was nice we exchanged. um uh, but listen, yeah i don't care what anybody says i love that man with my whole heart he called me love and it just like made me so he's so nice i always i knew it because like i mean he took care of you like he was your, your second dad basically in finding neverland yeah and so like i always had like a kind of weird like thankfulness and love for him because he had to take care of you it's like it was yeah just really mm-hmm. nice also sorry i'm gonna get down a rabbit hole real quick kelsey yeah, go for it. in the new you saw that trailer right kelsey Grammer's new movie a new movie for what oh my god it's called the jesus revelation and it looks so good Jesus yeah, I, know, I don't think I saw this. Oh my god. I cried during the previews. My star sign's cancer, in case y'all are wondering, so I cry a lot. And it's called the Jesus Revolution. And it is so good. I didn't I haven't watched it yet. I I didn't even know about it. He has a lot of exciting stuff coming out um that I don't think can be totally shared yet, but uh he has a lot coming out, so it's gonna be a good year for Kelsey Grammer. Well, a good year could be, you know, a successful year. Good year of like happiness is not always level. Uh, oh, isn't defined it by that heavy, heavy? I know. Level. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's going to be like a great year for him mentally and and health wise, but uh, no, I think he has a lot good. going on. I think it was a type of therapy. I hope for him. It's like this yeah, is so positive. Like for oh, sure. right from the kissing booths. <laughs> Oh my god, go off! <laughs> I actually love those movies. I, so. do too. I watched yeah. all three of them. I <laughs> I'm a sucker for those no, like rom coms. I hated the last one, but I liked the first two. Hey, I how they yeah. all ended, but yeah. Uh, okay, we've bored you guys enough. Um, we're just talking about random stuff at this point. Uh, so, anyways, listen. I haven't talked to just like I haven't come on here just to like actually like unwind and just talk about the industry and talk about share some stories of like I guess our experience it it, like our family is and mine personally in a long time so I'm really glad that it actually worked out this way and we were able to you know have a little therapy session with each other while everyone listens um and uh just also just to have you back on the podcast because i know it's something that we've talked about a lot before and tessie is such a a a big part of the podcast um of what happens behind the scenes um and beyond you know on social media and everything else so um forever thankful for you and uh you know you're the reason i'm here and you're the reason that i'm doing this podcast so i I always love talking to you and um i thought it would be fun to have you on so thanks for doing it really sweet women rock women do rock women are inspiration well, this has been fun, and hopefully you all uh, enjoyed just hearing some stories and talking about the industry, and hopefully like learning as much as I did, because I didn't know some of the things that we were just talking about today, but uh, very exciting to uh, learn about it. Thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah, Tony. <laughs> Tony All Access Pass. Okay, I just love it.
Who was the coolest person you met at the Tonys? Jenny Anderson. Well, okay, besides that, because you already said that. Like, who who's the coolest like performer? Wow, that's hard. Cause okay, here's why it's hard. No, this is why it's hard because I was a card runner that day. Yeah. And my job was to run around the entire Radio City building. Um and the Stefan Repeat and Red Carpets were here was Radio City, here was the Stefan Repeat, like all the way down the street. So I ran into like a lot of people and I like talking. So I mm. talked to all of them and they were so nice. I did take pictures on um uh Miles Frost's iPhone and uh, I didn't know that. Yes, you did. Did you- I? I think you did um him and oh man the guy who wrote strange loop michael r jackson oh my michael god r jackson goodbye uh, who later won a tony and i believe i did tell you that um, both of them won a tony what are you talking about huh oh, they yeah. both won a tony hello yeah, right, you're right um, oh my god <laughs> you were just questioning if i was a theater kid listen last five years of theater i'm your guy anything before that not your guy <laughs> it's very sad to say but it's true it's not something you'd be proud of but it, that's when i started in the industry like getting involved in the industry and that's five why, years ago why i know you were 13 years old uh five years ago okay six seven years ago there you go whatever when i moved to new york is really when i started to get involved in the industry and that's when i like you, you could quiz me on that stuff but anything before that oh, anything before i moved to new york don't that's say freaking that. foreign I- next time if i'm allowed and i'm making a quizlet make do it of the last seven years of broadway trivia do it we also Uh, i'm there do we have to walk um no you like the sparkle game that i sent you no i i I heard you oh we played that in middle school yeah sparkle um yeah that's what i'm saying i don't know what sparkle is that the spelling one yeah you spelled sparkle and it went up and rose that's not a word. Sparkle. Yeah, I know. That it's is a spelt. word. Spelt, right? S P E L T. Spelt the word. Spelled. Yeah. No, you said spelled <laughs> the word. Freaking. Okay, so <laughs> we would spell the word up and down, and then like the last person would sit down. But people. Spelled is a word. I feel like an idiot. S P E L T. Yeah, they're both words. And S P E L L E D. Yeah. I thought spelled it was correctly spelt. I know two past tense is weird, right? No, but people would literally spell sparkle wrong and like sit down. Um, but it's basically the last one standing. We won like a free piece of chocolate or something, and we went to a Catholic school, so like that was the highlight of our day. <laughs> I'm crying. Listen, I was not good in anything in Catholic school other than the multiplication competitions because. That's when I learned that I could probably memorize anything in the world if I could memorize multiplication numbers. Um, also, is hilarious. I don't know if you all follow me on my Instagram or whatever, but it's hilarious because Gabby Pozzolo, uh, like uh, a couple weeks ago, we had a, uh, I guess, like anniversary for our production of Secret Garden uh, that Gabby posted. And Max Von Essen commented, 
Uh, well, okay. I commented on Gabriella's post and was like, oh, this was such a great time. Like, I wish we were able to do more of it because, you know, I've talked about that production on C- uh, of Secret Garden on this podcast a lot before. And we only did like two performances, but we all got so close and we all loved the, the, the production and the story. So we all got so attached to it. Um, and always said that we wish we could do it for longer. Well, I kind of basically said that in my comment. And Max von Essen comes over and outs me and is like, yeah, it would have been really nice to actually do a show where you learned your lines. And I was like, ah, okay, be like that. So I guess according to Max von Essen, if you ask him, I didn't memorize my lines on a Broadway stage. So there you go. Boom roasted. Boom roasted. Just to fact check your accusation that you... Didn't he also like roast you? I don't know if it was this was in person or he's always roasting me. Yeah, I don't know if it was in person or during an episode. Like, because we met him when he was at a cabaret, and then I don't know if he said it at my cabaret. I think at the Take Bow Cabaret. We also saw him, or you also. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But he was roasting you about like not memorizing memorizing your lines then too. Oh yeah, it's his favorite thing. No, it's because literally, like during the whole rehearsal process. I was sitting at a table with him, like, like making his Instagram and cause it was like just becoming like popular and he was like, just getting like a Tony nomination, not a big deal. Um, and so he was like, Oh, I should probably like get on social media. Right. And I was like, uh, yeah, you're kind of like a big deal now. You freaking silly goose. And so, um, I was like doing that and then like come the day of the show, I would like go into his room and like, like I normally do, but I usually just go on to like do his social media or whatever. And I was like, I can't do this today. I I can't, you need to help me. You need to help me learn my lines because I don't know them all the way. And so he just likes to tease me about that because I literally like freaked out on him that day and was like, it's because I've been trying to help you and now you need to help me. And like literally anxiety attack. And Gabriella remembers it very vividly as well uh, as she clearly outed me then on her story to one point, whatever million followers that she has on Instagram. So we love that and we love the professionalism that was represented by Probably Billy Tokash what are you just talking recently. About? Um yeah, no, we're we're all out for a good fun. We're all out for a good time though. So all right. On that note, fun stories. We're getting long-winded here. We're having fun. But uh with all of this being said, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for listening to this long of it if you're still here um and uh we'll be back next week with another regular episode with a fantastic guest and uh i hope to see you then so bye everyone have a great week love you love you hey it's leslie Odom jr here on the broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds if you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E 
org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.